It's been a couple of weeks since my last show on News Talk ZB, and I've been forced to sit at home listening to the radio, listening to howls of outrage over cycle bridges, rail links, and infrastructure. And I've come to the conclusion that New Zealanders and their leaders do not and have not ever understood infrastructure and its planning and what to do about it, and we're in a right royal pickle. So the big news, of course, I know this is old news for you. You've been shouting about it the whole time, but this is my first chance, that three-quarter of a billion-dollar pedestrian and bike bridge to be constructed next to the Auckland Harbour Bridge. You know I'm a cyclist, don't you? You know I've commuted on a cycle for 15 years, getting into work at 5 a.m. in the morning. You know I'm one of those lycra crab people. You know it. How do you think I feel about it? It absolutely horrified me. Just too expensive, and the cost-benefit does not stack up. In Parliament, the Prime Minister estimated the bridge would have 3,000 crossings a day. Really? Meaning a cost of $12.50 a crossing. Hmm. Possible big underestimation. Forgetting, of course, maintenance and depreciation and all sorts of things. But let's take it. $12.50 a crossing, 3,000 crossings a day. Cyclists are already crossing the harbour. They do it on ferries. It costs them $5 a crossing, on their hop card. So this is a more expensive option. That's the first problem. More expensive than the current regime. Actually, here's a point. Why don't we charge the cyclists if we ever build this bridge $12.50 a pop at all? Uh, the same way we charge motorists 20 cents a crossing in the early days of the Harbour Bridge in the, you know, in the first place. Now, that would be an interesting test of the market for such a bridge. I ask you, cyclists, would you pay $12.50 just to go across one way? And how often would you do that? Every day? Five days a week? I don't know. It all begs the question, why don't we expand the existing bike service? The ferries, five bucks. Why don't we buy three more ferries, each with a capacity of 50 bikes? Uh, that would cost around about $100 million there. I've just saved you $600 million and got something that works. Make the ferries electric too. There you go. Then you can buy all your Ashburton bridges. The real problem, of course, is the capacity of the bridge itself. Car numbers will not reduce. How do I know that? Well, the government's fee-bait thing that they've done seems to suggest they want to replace the carbon fuel vehicles with the electric-powered vehicles. No less cars, just a different way of powering them. Now, the bridge is at capacity. We've known this ever since the bridge was first proposed in the first place. We had to add new lanes. And then once that happened, options have been presented for decades. Leading the pack, and I remember this 10 years ago, a new bridge beside the existing bridge providing new lanes and the other big idea was a double train tunnel, even though there's no train tracks on the shore. But there we go. Somehow, these ideas that had been debated and costed were thrown out this year in a moment's consideration for a bike lane. Why? Who knows? Uh, I think probably infrastructure decisions should not be in the hands of the politicians because they sway and bend in three-year cycles and they don't think about what is really going to make some sense. Infrastructure, we've said this all along, needs more long-term, non-partisan planning. Needs to be out of the hands of the politicians. You know, Ashburton's Bridge, people are moaning about that. Why didn't we replace that? It should have been replaced by a longer-spanned bridge decades ago. You don't have a multi-span bridge on a flood river. There was about eight pylons there. You have one glorious arch. Should have done it in the 70s or 80s. But it wasn't. Uh, we should have increased Auckland Harbour Bridge's capacity, probably had the plan in place in the 80s, but it wasn't. Do I have to remind you once again that Sydney started to build its underground rail system and its Harbour Bridge in the 1930s? That's nearly 100 years ago. At the time, the population of the town, one million. 
and they had the foresight to do it. And the bridge they built has, what is it, 10 road lanes, rail, cycle, and pedestrian lanes and lines, and they never had to add to the bugger. They knew what to do. We don't. Why? Cheap-ass short-termism. It's cost us dearly already. It's going to cost us in the foreseeable future.